The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, we look into the benefits of essential oils. And by now, you've heard of the great things fish oil can do. But there are other supplements that can help you keep your body firing on all cylinders. So, listen close. But first up, Jason Wyrick has worked in the nutrition industry since 1997, including working with high school and college athletes around Southern California. He's the national sales manager of Tangit. And we welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. How are you? I'm doing great. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Why don't you fill our audience in a little bit on your mission and your work before we get to today's show's topic? Well, I started working, like I said, nutraceuticals in about 1997. Um, I've been a retail manager off and on for about 12 years, and then I've owned my own company, and I've worked on the corporate side of things for, you know, six, seven, almost eight years. And after I left my last company, um, I wanted to do something that was completely different. So when I came across the opportunity to pioneer a line that was putting out products that no one else had the source and access to in the manner they were doing it, I felt this was a chance of a lifetime. And so I think every man comes to a point in their life where they come across an opportunity like that and you either pass on it or you just take the chance. So it wasn't the most secure chance, but, you know, high risk, high reward. And so here I am today. Well, good. Well, I can't wait to hear about it. And we are talking about essential oils and Tibetan organics and um, how we can control it. And I would like to start by asking you, what is the golden ratio of omega-3s to 6s and what should we all be getting? Well, the golden ratio is actually a scientific term based off of the of how human beings are supposed to receive their essential fatty acids. So everyone is familiar with the term essential fatty acids and omega-3s or omega-3, 6. There's actually four omegas, 3, 6, 7, and 9. And so in our sea buckthorn seed oil, it is the only plant in the world that contains all four omegas. And within all four omegas, it contains a one-to-one ratio of omega-3 to omega-6. That is the golden ratio based off of our DNA going back hundreds and thousands of years. We're, our DNA is recognizes that when you take that on a daily basis, when you get that golden ratio of one-to-one of omega-3 to omega-6. And the seed of the sea buckthorn is the only plant in the world that contains the golden ratio. And that's and we have found that out through years of R&D research. And this sea buckthorn is seed oil. It, it, you were just mentioning it contains this ratio. Where, where do we get this and how do we take it? So um, we, we provide it from, to, it grows, it's a wild-crafted organic uh, plant grown in Tibet. It is grown in Russia and other parts of the world. But because... Tibet has the most nutrient-dense soil in the world, it provides constituents and unique factors that other sea buckthorn products do not have. And so whatever's in the soil, 
mimics whatever's inside the plant. Hmm. And so when you have the most nutrient-dense soil based off a plethora of factors, you're going to have the most nutrient-dense plants in the world. And then on top of that, we have an extraction facility built in Tibet, a supercritical extraction facility that is about one hour away from the farm. So from harvest to extraction takes about one hour. And when you do that, when you, when you extract something with an hour of being harvested, you're able to retain constituents and properties of the plant that would normally dissipate if you sent it a thousand miles to be extracted. Wow. So this is all happening at the plant. At the plant, at the farm. So it's a vertical integration. And that's where we have five products and we've won five national awards. Hmm. And so we're five for five. So that's pretty good. That's great. Where is this plant located? It's located in Tibet. Oh, Um, in Tibet. Yeah. so So the plant is located in Tibet. And we have the world's largest organic farm. It's 35,000 acres wow. of organic, wild-crafted farmland. There's over 13,000 species of vascular plants in Tibet. And, and so since we're able to extract them so quickly, we're able to retain certain nutrients and constituents that are not found in any of the same you know, let, let's say pomegranate. Mm-hmm. Our pomegranate and goji contain properties that are not found anywhere else in the world. Well, that sounds incredible. What is the difference between using the seed oil versus the pulp of the fruit oil? Well, I'm sure um, there's a TV show with a doctor that everyone's familiar with. Mm-hmm. And so a few years ago, he started talking about sea buckthorn. Mm-hmm. And there's this perception in the industry that sea buckthorn is just omega-7. And omega-7 is great for the skin and it has some vitamin C. That is true. Well, that is because all the companies, not all of them, I would say 99% of them, all use the pulp or the berry oil from the sea buckthorn plant. Hmm. That is predominantly omega-7. And they also contain some vitamins, uh, a good amount of vitamin C as well. We don't use the pulp or the berry. We use the seed. The seed has, first off, all four omegas, the golden ratio, plus 190 bioactive nutrients. Wow, that's incredible. In the seed. And that's why our seed oil is kind of like that is our, you know, that is, that is, you know, that is a differentiator. That's your golden ticket. That's our golden ticket. Whereas Mm -hmm. all the other companies, you can yield much more with the pulp or the berry oil because you you have much more raw material. A little tiny seed, it takes a lot to get, you know, 500 milligrams of sea buckthorn seed oil that's super critically extracted. So you don't yield as much, but at the same time, you have much more therapeutic properties. Oh my goodness! Well, that's um, that's an incredible statistic right there with the seeds. For the, uh, that matter, is it important where the sea buck where the sea buckthorn has been grown? I know you keep you were mentioning Tibet. Is it grown anywhere else? Yeah, it's it's uh, gosh, it's grown in the Lei Valley in India. It's grown in China. It's grown in Russia, and it's grown in Canada. Mm. But um, specifically, it is more nutrient dense grown in Tibet because of. The soil, and the reason the soil is so nutrient is the most nutrient dense is because one is virtually uninhabited by man, 
Two, the elevation on average is about 13,000 feet high. So as the air gets thinner, when you get that high in elevation, the plants have to struggle to survive. In that struggle, they create more antioxidants and more nutrients to protect themselves. Hmm. And then also there's a huge fluctuation in weather, and that fluctuation of weather makes the plants more hardy as well. And there's also, there's also many more other factors, but those are the two main factors. And altitude, as you were mentioning, has a lot to do with that. Yes. Okay. Well, that's interesting as well. So plants uh, grown at extreme elevation, as we were just talking about, are yep. more concentrated with the nutrients, and especially with that antioxidants and, and chlorophyll? And chlorophyll, because um, geographically where it's located, and you're surrounded by the Himalayan mountains. Mm-hmm. So there's this perception that, oh, yeah, there's all kinds of different things that are harvested out of the Himalayan mountains. Mm-hmm. It's actually factually untrue. The only thing in the Himalayan mountains are the monks that actually live in the Himalayan mountains and Himalayan pink salt. Hmm. So during the day, there's 10 to 14 hours of sunlight a day. So that extra sunlight creates more photosynthesis the more photosynthesis you have, the more chlorophyll you have. The more chlorophyll you have, the more nutrients you have. And then because you're surrounded by the Himalayan mountains, when the snow melt comes down, it brings down the Himalayan pink salt, which helps rejuvenize and remineralize the soil. And the great thing about Himalayan pink salt is that nature's perfect, and you just have to know where to look in nature to find the most nutrient-dense areas. Well, Himalayan pink salt has the bioidentical ratio of minerals the human body is meant to receive on a daily basis. Mm. So having trace minerals of the Himalayan pink salt in our soil, they trickle into the plant so it makes them have a higher bioavailability and have a Mm -hmm. higher efficacy. Hmm. Uh, What is... SOD, and why is that so important as an antioxidant? Well, there's two types of antioxidants. There's endogenous, meaning like internal, and exogenous, external. So something like a grapeseed extract. It stays in your bloodstream for 24 hours. You take a pill, it stays in your bloodstream, and then it's out of your bloodstream. And so you take the pill every single day, and then after a while, you start to reap the therapeutic benefits. SOD is an endogenous antioxidant. There's very few endogenous antioxidants, meaning they never leave the body. There's SOD and there's glutathione. And SOD, when you take it, it stays in your body. So the more SOD you take, it modulates and actually builds up your immune system over a long period of time. And the more you take of it, the stronger your immune system is, and it never leaves the body. Can you take too much of it? No, because it's in, it's in a therapeutic amount, but your body is self-regulating. I mean, the human body is an amazing, amazing. An amazing thing. We don't get enough credit, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it is self-regulating. Oh, this is fascinating. Very interesting information. And right now we have to take a quick break, but more with Jason in just a moment. Don't go away. We will be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. 
Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. Welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to past shows, plus download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Jason. And today we're talking about essential oils and Tibetan organics. And Jason, can you tell me about phytosterols and their importance for lowering cholesterol? Yes, definitely. Um, let me preface this by preface this by saying everything in nutraceuticals is about dosage. You could take the best vitamin C in the whole entire world, and if you took five milligrams of it, doesn't matter how much of it costs, it wouldn't do a thing. So everything you have to take a specific dosage to reap a therapeutic benefit. Mm-hmm. So. In, inside of the sea buckthorn seed oil, when you reach around the 1,000 milligram dosage, it activates 17 different phytosterols, 17 different plant sterols specifically. And each one of those identifiable phytosterols does a, does a specific thing in the body for lowering cholesterol. Some of them inhibit the absorption of cholesterol in the intestines. Some of them help scrape the arterial plaque. Um, off of the arteries. Some of them help soften the blood vessels and keep the arteries more pliable. Um, They reduce your LDL cholesterol and increase your good HDL cholesterol. And and on top of that, there's also seven different flavonoids that activate when you get close to that 1,000 milligram dosage with um, sea buckthorn seed oil. It's an amazing thing with, with nature when you just can increase a dosage and you get to a certain spot and then it activates different constituents. Hmm. And so the, between the, the phytosterols and the flavonoids mixed together, they can help reduce your risk of cardiovascular disease and increase overall heart health. Hmm. And then on top of that, increases blood flow to the coronary artery and reduces oxidation within the body. Now, all of that's so important because heart disease is the number one killer in the United States. Mm-hmm. And so taking a product that is multifaceted, um, that can help reduce heart, you know, heart disease and increase heart health in multiple ways can be very, very beneficial than taking, say, three different bottles of something. Right. So, yeah, so. you're reducing the, what you're t- having to take in. Yeah. Um, what does it mean for a plant to be wildcrafted? Well, what's really unique about our farm is 35,000 acres, which is a huge, vast landscape. Yeah. And the topography of that, I mean, there's desert where substantia grows, and then there's the sea buckthorn grows way, way high up and where it snows. And so the topography is huge. And wildcrafted means we don't just have rows of, like, apples or cherries. They are just giant patches of where 
these all the all of these different in, uh, raw materials grow, and so we don't want to tamper them with any way because, like I said, nature is perfect, and so nature wasn't intended to grow sea buckthorn in perfect rows. Mm. They were intended to grow naturally in the wild, and so we just acquired all of this landmass where they have 13,000 different vascular plants. 2,000 are completely undiscovered. We wow. actually have dedicated 1,000 acres to cultivating these undiscovered plants and herbs to see what unique therapeutic constituents they may, they may have. And then based off of that, we'll come out with new products to help you know, increase health and wellness and decrease disease. That's amazing, and that's a, just that size alone, 35,000 acres, you said. Very big. Wow. How important, have you been there, by the way? No, this year we're actually, um, we're doing a nationwide campaign, Win a Trip to Tibet, mm. and we're, hopefully we are going to do a documentary film, ideally, and then we would um, premiere it at Expo 16 next oh, year. Oh, wonderful. What that's, an opportunity. Yeah, that, that's the goal, mm -hmm. but to get all the moving parts in place, mm -hmm. we'll see if it happens. Oh, I hope it does. Good yeah. Luck. How important is it to render nutrients from a plant immediately after harvesting? Uh, I think it's the most, that is probably the number one reason why I signed on with the company because we are vertically integrated, meaning we own the source, we have the facility, we have the R&D, and then it comes to the USA directly to our warehouse. And so having the facility for extraction right next to the farm is so critical for nutrient content. And there's only 60 of these supercritical extraction facilities in the world. Mm -hmm. We are the only company that owns our own supercritical extraction facility on site at the farm. Every single other company has to take the raw material, ship it 500, 1,000 miles. So for instance, if you go pick a blueberry and you mm -hmm. set it on the table, mm -hmm. Leave it there for a day. It starts to shrivel up and die. Right. Okay? Mm -hmm. So if you took that blueberry and extracted it within one hour, you would have all these great constituents and therapeutic antioxidants. Mm -hmm. So the same principle applies, but on a larger scale. Right. And so having that right there, we have steel-bedded trucks waiting at the end of our farm, and we only harvest our raw materials once a year mm. because it allows themselves, that's the way nature intends you to do it, because it allows a whole year for the soil to regenerate all of the minerals and all of the constituents back into the plant. Hmm. So we do it once a year, and then we take them all to the facility where they're extracted, and the rest are frozen, hmm. and then we extract them and unfreeze them, and we keep doing that and creating more product. Wow. That's impressive as well. And you said that you're the only one who's... We are the only one that owns our own actual supercritical extraction facility. Wow. It is worthy of it. your own um, getting a, co a camera crew to see what it all looks yeah, like. See yeah, see what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Documentary. What makes the Tibet an, ex or Tibet an excellent place to grow important plants like pomegranate and then, of course, goji and... All of the other, all the other different, you know, ingredients. unique ingredients. Um, <clears throat> well, one we talked about is the elevation. Mm -hmm. So you got the elevation, and and then you get the fluctuation in weather, and and then you get the sunlight, the extra photosynthesis, and then you get the the natural the natural snowfall in the Himalayan mountains. As they melt, they bring that pink salt down into the soil, which helps 
rejuvenate the soil. And since your body recognizes that specific ratio from the Himalayan pink salt, it increases the efficacy. Also, we have an under, it's it's an underground water filtration system for goji. Goji requires a lot of water. And so, you know, when you see farms and you'll see the big wheels and they're spraying the top of the farms, Mm -hmm. we don't do that at all. We have piping that goes underground and and it actually pumps the water to the root of the goji. Wow. And you do that because, first off, if you sprayed the goji topically, it creates bacteria. And when you create bacteria, you bring bugs and you bring bugs you have to spray it with some sort of pesticide Mm -hmm. natural or otherwise so the underground filtration or or i guess irrigation pumps all of that water so our gojis are not these small little red gojis they almost look like the size of bell peppers Mm. and so the antioxidant capacity is just off the chart and that's all because of the water and the nutrients that are in the soil. Hmm. So that's why we have certified organic goji. That'll be one of the, the products that we're coming out with this fall. Wow. Again, that again is very impressive. Um, I have another question, and that would be, wouldn't um, sea buckhorn seed oil be an excellent source of omega-3 for vegans? Yeah, specifically. Um, our whole line is vegan. Our whole line is non-GMO. And... Um, omega-3 gets so much press, and it's, it's hard for vegans to get the right amount, the right ratio of omega-3. And that's why through lots of R&D, we have the full spectrum, the omega-3, 6, 7, and 9. And so when you have that omega-3 with that alpha linoleic acid, what happens is, is you have the, the golden ratio we talked about, that omega-3 to omega-6. And inside of the omega-3 and omega-6, you have alpha-linolenic acid and alpha-linoleic acid. So what happens is inside of your liver, it converts it into EPA, DHA to the right amount that the body needs because the body knows best. And so when it converts that amount, that is people that are vegan need EPA, DHA, which is great for heart health, neurological health, cholesterol benefits, all of those different things. And so we find a direct correlation with heart health and the omega-3s and the alpha-linoleic acid from the plant source. Our bodies are impressive and amazing, aren't they? Yep. Um, Okay, and the last question. What are other plants exclusive to Tibet? And is it true that the black goji and nitraria? Nitraria. Is it true that they don't exist anywhere else in the world? Uh, as far as I know, um, black goji is very unique. It's only, it's very, very small and very, very hard to harvest. Um, we wanted to come out with a product, but to yield and then to harvest enough of it, it would take so much. And so um, hopefully in the future, we'll have a mix of different superfoods with some black goji in it because the antioxidant capacity is extremely off the chart. But just because of the, the topography and the the specific area in the world, they are native to Tibet and they just don't grow anywhere else. Like mm-hmm. I said, on top of that, there's 2,000 undiscovered species, not of plants, not plants that the natives know are there and they know what they do and they're secret. No, there's 2,000 plants that are mm-hmm. undiscovered. And so in that discovery, who knows what you can come across? I right. mean, we could help find 
d- dementia, Alzheimer's, the multiple mm-hmm. sclerosis. There's so many different cancer. There's all kinds of different things you could come across in that discovery. That's why we dedicated 1,000 acres to harvesting those undiscovered plants. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, thank you so very much for your time, Jason. It has been a great advice that you've um, brought forward today, and we really appreciate your knowledge and look forward to having you on again. In the meantime, you can get more information on Jason and his website, tangut. Oh, it's tangutusa.com, and it's T-A-N-G-U-T-U-S-A.com. We look forward to our next visit. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me on. Thank you. If you've ever enjoyed the delicious food inside our kitchen, you may have tried this tasty dish. Now you can make it yourself. Another favorite at Mother's is our red lentil soup. It's delicious. So the ingredients are two and a half cups red lentils, sorted and rinsed, one half cup onion diced, one half cup celery diced, one half cup carrot diced, one tablespoon olive oil, one teaspoon basil, one teaspoon oregano, a dash of black pepper, two bay leaves, a teaspoon tamari soy sauce, and six cups of water. First, you place all the ingredients in the water in a large pot. You bring it to a boil and cook for one hour over a low flame, stirring occasionally. You remove from the fire and serve piping hot. Make sure to take those bay leaves out too. Make six servings, and it's a delicious soup. That's red lentil soup by Mother's Market and Kitchen. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market radio show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. 